door open. Leave the door open. Is it 8 o'clock? Leave the door open. It's 8 o'clock. Ow! Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Yeah! 8 o'clock on a Friday night. Yeah! Means the throngs of people all over the world are listening. And I just smoked a cigarette, which means I feel so high. I have felt, you guys, I've been higher than I've ever been before. I've been taking day quill at night, all right? You guys want to get fucking high? You want to get high? Let's take day quill at night. Holy fuck, I didn't know meth was legal, and it's so cheap. It's like $9.97 at Walgreens. And if you get like the super one, it's like, it's a super cough clearing. I'm like, it has the dexamethorphan too. It comes with meth and opiates together. I can finally feel well again for $9.97 at Walgreens. Yay. No one else is taking Dayquil at night. Wow. I can't believe it's legal. Feels so good. I'm not even sick and I'm still doing it. Is that, is that when it's an addiction? Like I need Dayquil every day at night. It's a good thing I'm never going to get pregnant. Yay. Who has babies? Anyone here with babies? Wow, you did it. She clearly, who's your nanny? Like, who's home with your child right now? They're all grown up. Oh, good. They're grown up. So they maybe they are nannies at this point. That's yeah. great. I learned, this was the craziest thing about hanging out with babies. Uh, they have pants with pockets. Yeah. Why does a baby's pants have pockets? Like, what the fuck is a baby going to put in the pockets? And then I realized, that's where I put my drugs. <laughs> Cops are never going to search a baby. Thank God weed is legal now. Like, you can actually have the baby hold the weed. It's fine. Don't worry. Why would baby's pants have 12 pairs of pockets? Why? They have a lighter? They need a baby lighter? What are they going to light on fire? Like... Baby food does taste like shit, even hot or cold. Doesn't matter. Are you going to take a lighter to it? Fuck is wrong with you babies. Uh, We're going to sing a song and get this shit started because we have people from out of town, which is crazy exciting. Like, I don't even know where they're from because they have an RV, which means they could be from Florida. It could be like, Florida man comes to San Francisco. Lose his hand in alligator accident. Nobody would even blink. They'd be like, yeah, Florida man. We know Florida man. He lost his arm to a gator last Tuesday. Uh, but we're going to sing a song, which is how it goes at the beginning of Pamtastics, and then we're going to bring up some people. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you know how the song goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. I need a vaporizer. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! 
I'm very excited about tonight. There's so many exciting things happening. We have comedians from out of town, and I can't wait to bring them up, especially because your first one has a name that's from a place, but he knows he's not from that place, so it's very confusing. I think he's from L.A., but you guys are going to love him. Clap your hands together for Billy Reno! Thank you. Actually, I'm from Detroit. That's right. Close to L.A. <laughs> I know that uh, song in the beginning uh, gives me uh, throwbacks now to camp and all the bad things that happened to me at camp. I'm going to have to, uh, I might take you up on the weed. <laughs> Drown out my memories. Uh, but yeah, I'll tell you about me. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm a bigger guy, as you can see. Uh, yeah, I like to eat. Um, Things happen to you when you get big. It makes you realize that you need to lose weight. Last July or August, I went to Phoenix because uh, I figured, you know, I'm going to die, so I might as well see what hell's going to feel like, right? Uh, I went to Phoenix. I got off the plane. It was uh, 115 degrees when I got off the plane. I went right to the bar. I went up to the bartender, and, I was, uh, and the bartender said, hey, how are you doing? And I said, how am I doing? I'm 5'7", 275 pounds. It's 115 degrees outside. <laughs> I'm wearing jeans. <laughs> What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> they defend the heat, though, in Phoenix, right? They always defend it. You know how they defend the heat? It's a dry heat. That's what she said to me. Well, it's dry. It's a dry heat. You know what 115 degrees of dry heat feels like? It feels hot. That's what it feels like. All right? <laughs> My inner thighs are rubbed so raw, a vegan tried to eat them. <laughs> I wasn't sure how that joke was going to go in San Francisco. I th it's the law you have to be vegan here, I think, right? <laughs> I had to go around the back door to get a hamburger at a place. <laughs> He's like, go back, knock three times. <laughs> but I joined, a, I'm doing things to lose weight. Like uh, I, I got a diet book. And every diet, if you ever notice, every diet has the same disclaimer. Every diet begins the same way. Consult your doctor or physician before you begin this or any other diet. Why? Why? I didn't consult my doctor when I went to Arby's and smashed three beef and cheddars. Right? <laughs> now I got to pay a $35 copay because I want to introduce some fruits and vegetables into my life. <laughs> And no offense, but what's the doctor going to say to me? What's he going to be like? Hey, uh, not for nothing, Billy, but uh, take it easy on those fruits and vegetables. You don't want to unclog an artery too quick. <laughs> and I joined a, a gym, too. I joined a boxing gym, actually. This is an authentic boxing gym. This isn't one of those, you know, fancy ones where you just go hit a bag and yell at your mother for a while. <laughs> this is an, they had actual fighters, trainers. Um, they told me if I want to lose weight, a good thing to do is spar. So they matched me up with this guy. He was about 10 years older than me, out of shape like I am, but he was experienced. He was a Golden Gloves fighter, trains fighter, so he knew what he was doing in the ring. Uh, about halfway through our sparring session, I realized that he kept hitting me with three punches. He kept coming in with a jab, hitting me with a hook to the body, and coming up over the top with a hook. So I let him hit me with the jab. I blocked the hook to the body. I ducked under his hook and came up and hit him with a, a shot over the top, and I felt great. I was like, man, I could have been Rocky if I did this when I was like nine, right? <laughs> I left there, my self-esteem was riding high. <laughs> then I went back a couple of days later and I sparred with a different guy. And that guy didn't care about my self-esteem at all. <laughs> no, that guy hit me with seven straight jabs. <laughs> and when I say seven straight jabs, I don't mean like he jabbed and moved around the ring and jabbed. A lot of fighters will double up on jabs. You'll hear their trainers say double up, they come out, they're like, pow, pow, you know? This guy comes out and goes, pow, 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 pow. Just, my, my head was rocking so much, I felt like a bobblehead with Parkinson's. <laughs> but there's things you can do in the ring. Like, obviously, his hand speed was far superior than mine. So 
I figured, okay, I'll, I'll look to see how he's placing his feet. Because a lot of times if his lead foot is outside of my lead foot, I know that means he respects me. He respects my power, you know? And I got to tell you something. This guy, he was disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Not, not only was his lead foot not outside mine, he was almost standing on top of my feet like we were at a daddy-daughter dance. <laughs> Just like, come on, little girl. <laughs> we're going to do the dance where I punch you in the face continuously. <laughs> And I was dating a girl. She wanted, to, she wanted to come see me at the gym. She's like, can I come watch? And I'm like, no. No, I can't have you see what a real man's supposed to look like. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> she did come and watch, though. She came and watched me. And uh, she watched me. And, and the girl I was dating, she, she's like dead set against guns. Um, not because she just doesn't think anyone should own them. She just doesn't like them, personally. They scare her, right? And uh, when I got done sparring, I came out. She was on her phone. I said, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm signing up for a gun class. She's because if some shit goes down, I know you're not going to protect me, so I'm going to need something. But yeah, as you figured out, I'm in therapy. Probably also figured out it's not really helping me any. Thank you for agreeing with me. She's like, no, it's not. Uh, therapy doesn't work because uh, I don't take things in life serious, you know, even therapy. Uh, the very first therapy session my therapist said, for future sessions, if you'd like to bring somebody in with you, like a family member, loved one, you can at no extra charge. And the second she said that, I thought to myself, I should show up next week with a clown and a midget. <laughs> Just put them in the corner and have them stare at her for the entire hour, not saying anything. <laughs> but she helped me learn some things, like my ADHD. Um, she helped me learn. Your biggest problem with ADHD is your inability to focus, pay attention when people are talking to you. Uh, it, even for serious matters, like uh, this time last year, I had some health issues, and I went to the doctor. They did some blood work, and um, I'm sorry, is that my light? Okay, good. I'll keep going. <laughs> um, they did, I went to the doctor. They did some blood work, and the doctor came in the room and says, well, it turns out you're anemic. And I said, okay, what does that mean? She said, well, your body's not producing hemoglobins. And I didn't get anything else she said after that, because the second she said hemoglobin, my mind went, unterglieben, glauten, globen, all right. Okay. Yeah. One Def Leppard fan in the corner. One guy from the 80s like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, in the course of them finding out what caused the anemia, they found out that I had diverticulitis. Also, if you don't know what that is, it's when a pocket forms in the wall of your colon. Uh, last year, I had surgery to have that portion of my colon removed, and oddly enough, it's not made me any less of an asshole. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I, I, I put on all the weight that I lost and then some when I had diverticulitis. When I had my first bout of diverticulitis, I was about 245 pounds. Uh, when I left the hospital about eight months later, I was 177 pounds. And I would have friends that would come up to me before I knew what was going on, you know, where I had, I just knew something was happening with me. I'd have friends come up to me and just be like, hey, Billy, man, is everything all right? You know, I mean, every time I see you, you're getting skinnier and skinnier, you know, just concerned. And I thought to myself, you know what? Now that's a true friend. Because only a true friend knows that I can never lose weight through hard work and commitment. <laughs> and they were like, there's no way Billy set some goals and then busted his ass to achieve it. <laughs> He's got to have something. <laughs> and that one friend came up to me like, uh, hey, Billy, man, you look great. What are you on the South Beach diet, man? What did you, you join Planet Fitness? All of them were like, dude, what do you got, AIDS? Get, get away from me. <laughs> All right, I'm going to leave you guys on this. Uh, when I did go see my doctor, uh, and you know what? This joke isn't going to work. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell it anyways because I already started down this road. But um, <laughs> when I went and saw my doctor, she told me on a prior visit, she just randomly tested me for syphilis, and uh, that test came back negative. I don't have a joke for that. I just want the ladies here to know I'm actually fairly clean. Not willing to catch whatever you got. <laughs> All right, hey, my name's Billy Reno. I'm with the Broken Road Comedy Tour. Look us up on Facebook, like our page. You guys are fantastic. I love San Francisco so far. Thank you. Billy Reno, everyone! Woo! Broken Rope Comedy Tour. Yeah, they're the weakest link, I guess. I don't know how that works with the rope or what's happening. I am excited to hear jokes from your next comedian from the same tour. Their RV actually broke down. We showed pictures. They have These comedians have gone through hardships to be here for you and make you chuckle, fuckers. Meow. Right? Everybody put your hands together, everybody, for Ted Moss the Third. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. I know everybody's thinking, who the hell invited the priest here? Sorry. I'm just old and I wear a lot of black. So it turns out this way. That's not my fault. And no, it's good to be here. It really is good to be here in San Francisco. I've never been here before. I'm thrilled to be here. But then again, I'm from Flint, Michigan, and when you're from Flint, it's good to be anywhere other than Flint, Michigan. <laughs> Most people come to California for the weather. I came for the water. <laughs> they are killing people with squirt guns back home. <laughs> We're registering super soakers. It's terrible. No, it is. Uh, obviously, if you haven't figured out, this is going to be the senior citizen portion of the program. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm old. I'm not thrilled about that either. <laughs> Tell you the truth, uh, the ladies I date are never thrilled at this point. Well, at least they're never thrilled when I make that announcement. If I go out on a date and things get a little romantic, start to get physical, and I've got to stop and say, well, looks like we're about to enter the senior citizen portion of this program. They're, they're always waiting for that next announcement. And this portion of the program will be sponsored by Viagra and Five Hour Energy. Because nothing says entertainment like an old man with a boner in five hours worth of energy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's hard. It's hard being old and single. I, I actually have gotten to the point now where I'm uh, taking tours of my own house. I really have. I am. I actually uh, wander around my house. I'll get into a room and I'll look around and think, "Nice room." Not really sure what I'm doing in here. So I'm so old. I just continue the tour. I walk around, wandering from room to room. All of a sudden, I'll see it. There it is. That's what I'm looking for. My favorite oversized plastic golf tee. And I'll think, I wonder if I'm golfing today. <laughs> so I'll go over to the calendar, check out the calendar, and sure enough, the calendar shows Tuesday's Golf League Day. And I think, I wonder what day today is. <laughs> so I'll go over to the TV, turn on the Weather Channel. We watch a lot of the Weather Channel. But not for the weather, for those announcements they make, like, good morning, today is Tuesday, August 10th. And I'll say, Tuesday, August 10th, Tuesday, August 10th. Go over to the calendar, check it out. Problem solved, I'm golfing today. And I'll think, I wonder if I can find my favorite oversized plastic golf tee around here someplace. So I'll start wandering around the house, wandering from room to room. And then I'll see it, there it is. My favorite oversized plastic golf tee. And I'll think, I wonder if I'm golfing today. So I'll go over to the calendar, check out the calendar. Sure enough, the calendar shows Tuesday is Golf League Day. And I'll think, I wonder what day today is. 
So I'll go over and turn on the TV, the Weather Channel. We watch a lot of the Weather Channel, but not for the weather. For those announcements they make, like, good morning, today is Tuesday, August 10th. And I'll say, Tuesday, August 10th, Tuesday, August 10th. Go back over to the calendar, check it out. Problem solved. I am golfing today. Now, you probably think you know where this story's going. So did I for about three hours on Tuesday, August 10th. But then the doorbell rang. I went to the front door, a young man standing on my front porch, holding the Bible. I opened up the door, he said, good morning, sir. I am here to ask you a question. I want to know, is today the day you're going to let Jesus into your life? I said, I don't have a freaking clue. But if you want to come in, I'll turn on the Weather Channel, and we both can find out together. You know, my, my kids worry about that. They said, Dad, you have no memory whatsoever at this point, and we know you have no sense of direction. We are worried about you. We should not let you drive. I'm like, why not? They said, you'll get lost. I said, no, I won't. I always know where I'm going before I leave. And I've got one of those GPS directional things on my phone so I can program it in. But don't tell my kids. I can't tell you how many times I've been driving down the road just enjoying the ride. All of a sudden, my phone will pop on and say, you have arrived. Your destination is 600 feet ahead on the right. Pull in, park, walk to your final destination. Like, I'm not busy. I pull in, I park, I get out and look around and think, really, again? A gentleman's club? No wonder they call this deja vu. Turns out I have a propensity for drinking non-alcoholic beverages <laughs> while I, I do a little in-depth family counseling for very young women <laughs> who happen to be totally naked. And nothing like a naked young girl to get me to ask probing questions like, tell me, girl, who's your daddy? <laughs> so I am, I'm too old to be doing this. I am 65 years old. Yeah, uh, thank you. 60, you guys are more thrilled about that than I am. You know, and if you are thinking that I don't look 65, I'm thinking you have not seen me naked. <laughs> There's a whole lot of 65 going on underneath these clothes. Let me tell you. But I also have uh, started making decisions that only make sense to me. Like uh, recently, I decided it'd be a good idea if I started wearing non-prescription sunglasses in the shower. There's things I just don't want to see anymore. <laughs> I, I mean, I wash, but I am not going to look. <laughs> Turns out senior citizen genitalia should never be viewed directly or by the light of day. <laughs> You're not going to go blind, but you just might want to kill yourself. It's really bad. And I'm also dating, and it's pathetic. I'm dating. I'm 65, single, and dating. Don't let it happen to you. It's hor it is horrible. I don't know what to do. I'm scaring girls away. Swear to God, I am on all the dating apps. Everyone out there. I'm on that. I'm on Christian Mingle, Farmers Only. If you go to disabilitydating.com, you'll see my smiling face. <laughs> Who knew that I, too, was supposed to have a disability? <laughs> I was just open to the opportunities. It was fine with me. Why, well, I even signed on Black People Meet. <laughs> I figured that was the incomplete sentence. Might be short for Black People Meet, old white people. Perfect for me. People don't believe that. I'm really on Black People Meet. Go there. Check it out. But if you go to Black People Meet, do not misspell Black People Meet. That's a whole different website. You don't want to go there. It just makes you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> but I need some advice. I do. I need some help. I need some advice. I need to know how to meet people, how to meet a girl. You know what? And I met, I met a girl, and I met a guy that gave me some advice. I had actually met a girl on Tinder and met up with her at a restaurant. Waiter thought it was funny, old people meeting on Tinder. And then she went to the restroom. He came back over and said, what in the hell do you think you're doing? I said, what are you talking about? He said, Tinder is a hookup app. I said, dude, I am trying to hook up. 
He said, he said, no. He said, Tinder's just a finder meter fucker app. It's not a finder meter feeder app. I said, can it be a finder meter feeder fucker app? He said, no, that's not how it works. He said, look, you got to stay in your lane. You got to stick to your path. Imagine you've landed in Munchkin land. You want to get to Oz. You can get to Oz, but you have to follow that yellow brick road. There's only one way in. He said, and if you meet a girl on match.com, here's how it goes. First, you got to find her. Then you got to chat with her via text. Then you call her up on the phone. So match always starts out, find her, chat or call her. Then you meet her, buy her a snack or treat. Then you meet her and buy her something to eat. If you meet her for the third time to buy her something to eat, once, twice, three times a lady, welcome to Oz, you may now visit the wizard. <laughs> so basically he told me to remember match as being your find her, chat or call her, meet her, treat her, meet her, feed her, meet her, feed her, fuck her sight. <laughs> and I'm old, that shit's hard to remember. But I remembered it. I used it. It worked. I actually met a girl by way of that finder, chatter, caller, meter, treater, meter, feeder, meter, feeder, fucker, sight. We had our relationship on that loop of love. We were doing the shampoo, rinse, and repeat of romance. Meter, treater, meter, feeder, fucker, meter, treater, meter, feeder, fucker, meter, treater, meter, feeder. It was cost me a fortune in food. I was thinking, I need a cheaper relationship, something I can afford. I need something more like a meter, fucker, meter, fucker, meter, feeder, fucker relationship, only feeding her once every three times a meter. And she called me up on the phone and said, we're finished. I said, what? She said, we're done. I said, no more meter, treater, meter, feeder, fucker. She said, no. I said, why? I said, I'm Pentecostal. I said, I only can see you if you're willing to be born again. I thought about it for a minute. I thought, born again? Well, maybe I could transition into a meter redeemer, meter feeder, fucker relationship. That would be cheaper. We would have wine and wafers on the church once a week. I would like that. I'm in. I'll give that a go. I said, but I got to tell you the truth. I'm not religious, so I don't know what that means. And I think I'm too old to be born again. So I don't know what happened. So please explain exactly how big is your uterus and how long am I going to have to hold my breath? My name's Ted Moss. I'm from Flint, Michigan. Broken Road Comedy Tour. Thanks a lot, San Francisco. It's great to be here. Ted Moss still buys ladies food. That's so nice. You have, clearly you haven't been in San Francisco. They buy you food? That's crazy. We're all feminists here. We can buy our own fucking food. I don't know how that works anymore. I wish they bought me food. That'd be nice. Uh, we're going to give our buddy three minutes only because he missed his time earlier and we love him so much and he is so great at crowd work. Crowd work. He's, he's a lovely human being. You guys are going to love him. Everybody, Ian Levy. Yeah. Yeah. So people often ask me, uh, hey, do you have any problems, Ian D. Levy? And I say, yes, I have a problem. I cannot find clitorises. That is my problem. I am looking. I am trying to find clitorises. I cannot find them. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I think I need a map, maybe a map with longitude and latitude on that map to help me find the clitoris. That is what I'm looking for. I want multiple clitorises. I don't. It's a real problem. I don't. A clitoris is like a parking spot in San Francisco. It is not easy to find a clitoris. A clitoris is like a man named Waldo. They are hard to come by. A clitoris is like the last city of Atlantis. But I think my biggest problem with finding a clitoris is I do not know what a clitoris is. I do not know. I have no faintest idea of a clitoris. It's just what is the concept of clitoris? Is it like a mythical beast, like a chupacabra or an ostrich? I do not understand what is a clitoris. Will someone please tell me? I am very confused. What is a clitoris? I have misled you in this set. 
it is slightly untrue. I actually know what clitorises are. I do not have a hard time finding them. In fact, I have a plethora of clitorises. That is, I have too many clitorises. It is like hail in a city you do not want to be hailed on. There are too many clitorises. It's like a needle in a stack of needles. Just clitoris after clitoris, a wall of clitoris. Please stop sending me your clitorises. I do not want your clitorises. Thank you. Wow, that was a hot two on clitori. Is clitori the plural of clitoris? We didn't even, we, it's, I mean, now all I, I mean, all I can think about is South Park now, like a huge, like, I am the clitoris. You can find me too. It's going to be a good time. Uh, I didn't make a list for the comedians that are going to be here, so I don't know if you guys want to, like, Rosham or, like, he already raised his hand first. Put your hands together, everybody. One of my favorite people. He's so hilarious. Roman Leo! Yay! Oh, my God, everybody. One more time for Pam Benjamin and... Dayquil, that is an amazing effect. I, if the to to the the level of you must have taken several boxes. That is the way you know. And here I am. I was just trying to have pancakes for fun. You know, like I don't. I'm not a big fan of drugs, you guys. Uh, like last time I had a, a marijuana edible. It was just even a tiny little bunny ear from a cookie. I was in the bathroom for 45 minutes trying to figure out if some hair follicles were genital warts. I don't, right? Uh, I, 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 uh, I just don't. I mean, like, alcohol makes me tired. I love it. It makes me tired, though. Opiates make me tired. Xanax, tired. I did cocaine like three or 40 times, and it gave me, it gave me insomnia, which makes me tired. Um, what I really like though is Ambien. That's the, the it's, it gives you amnesia. It's a sleeping pill. You take one, you're amnesic. For three hours, you're asleep. I love it. You can take it right after a divorce. You move into your sister's house for two months, you pop an Ambien, and then you can forget an entire season of Girls or Orange is the New Black or you know your favorite uh, administration. I hate all the presidents, by the way. We haven't had a good one. I don't, they're all... I don't like them. Anyway, um, I was like, oh, I shouldn't, you know, I assume that uh, people, some people are like, I like that one. I'm like, I don't like any of them. None of them. They're, they're irritating. They, uh, the presidents are irritating. They're just always warring and stuff. They're almost as bad as this, the dogs in my neighbor's backyard. There's like six, 16 of them. And the like the little ones are like, yeah, 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 you know, and the big ones are like, roo, 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 roo. And then the sirens from the police cars come by and they're like, meow, or whatever. I don't know. And then my roommate yelling at his girlfriend is like, woo, 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 uh, whatever. That is, how could you feel confident about like baby jokes? You know what I mean? Like spinning, I can't be, I can't be, do that stuff. But I wrote it down. I, I yeah, I used to be married. Getting married is kind of like falling in love with Princess Leia and waking up with Carrie Fisher. Oh, why aren't you breathing, Carrie? What happened? I fell in love with you when I was five. Come on. 
Ah, two more jokes like that, Ian. But I did love your clitoris set. But just <laughs> notice the react. No, you did really well. I love Ian likes negative attention. Um, that's why he searches for the clitoris. It's like they're like, oh, Ian, you can't find it. He's like, oh, I can't find it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck my. Uh, 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 I was at the der- the dermatologist, and now it's weird if I have or like a psoriatic sur- irritation on my glands, and I need and the physician's assistant is hot, and now I'm like embarrassed to show her my penis. I never used to be embarrassed, but now Louis C.K. makes me embarrassed to show my penis to professionals. All right, I had a little psoriatic irritation, and I, you know, what she's like, don't worry about it. I don't know. It's very awkward. And then, but I was like, let's cut the tension and then I was like hey could you look at this I have a picture of a mole from my ex-girlfriend I have this one and then she another one from her six months later do you think that's cancer and she's like Roman you really have to let that woman go like that's (laughs) all right that's another Another, another, my girl, my girlfriend asked me, uh, she's like, Roman, are you still in love with your ex? And I was like, whoa, 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 my divorce was not amazing. It was not. <laughs> I was uh, I was like she called me up and I was in front of a tire store, right? And uh and uh, and she's like, "Yeah, we're getting divorced." And I was like, "But why? You you promised. You lied. It was supposed to be forever. Why?" Come on. Anyway, I think that's why maybe the relationship didn't work. Um Anybody have a birthday in the crowd? Anybody? I like your birth. I like your. I like. I like your birthday. I like your fucking birthday. I'm gonna like it on Facebook. I'm gonna like it over and over and over again. All the comments. I'm gonna like every single fucking birthday comment. Who? I like all. You ever get 100 114 birthday comments liked? I'll do it. I'll like your fucking birthday. That's weird. This guy wants a Jeff. Uh, rude. That's it's rude to send a gif on somebody's birthday. It's rude. I used to date this woman, and she's like, Roman, the only thing that is masculine about you is that you can parallel park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My current girlfriend even was like, uh, Roman, I think you gained a little weight. You gained a little weight. I was like, how can you tell? She's like, I was giving you head and I could feel it on my face. I was like, I can't, I can't breathe. I can't breathe, she said. And I was like, touche. 16 dogs all trying to get arrested. I think that's a funny idea. Um, dude, you could, I mean, this is like a clinic. They just hand you, you walk in with problems. You got your divorce. You got your inability to find a uh, and 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 they've been shaving so it's like it's even easier now Ian like it's even with the waxing you think you could tell at this point you know but you just walk in here and they're like Ian here to have some marijuana you, you. anyway <clears throat> right but it's, uh, what I'm saying is is that 
everybody has like a diagnosis for everybody now. They're just like, look at that guy. Autistic. You can just tell it from, I mean, he's making a lot of, you're making a lot of eye contact for an obviously autistic person. <laughs> no. Right? I mean, just like if he rubs me the wrong way or something, then we just, I have a diagnosis now. And then the prescription is weed for you, for your, right? It's like my father, you know, I'm just like, is it better to just be like, oh, he was on the spe spectrum and we didn't know? I don't know. Does that make my childhood any different? We still had to swim out to the boat and go on all those diets, you know? Like, I don't think a diagnosis helps. <laughs> I don't think it helps. Um, my dad, you know, like Larry King, all the guests will be like, just spend more time with your friends and your family. Don't, uh, you know, they got gray hair and they're like, yeah, work is overrated, you know? And, but now my dad, he was a biologist. Now he's retired, active retired. He works as, at Walmart as a greeter. And I'm like, that is what we're looking forward to? Like you retired to Walmart? Like, I don't want to take his advice anymore. Oh, not so smart now, are you, professor? Yeah. I don't know. This is, you're amazing. This is, uh, uh, you have a lot of enthusiasm for a crowd. It's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the sound of angels fucking, you know, just like, it just, <laughs> I know, it was a little too much. It was too much. I'm too much. I'm too much. But then you got guys that, that they come all the way from Portland to a party at your house and they leave their Corona bottle on the countertop. And I'm like, I'm like, the garbage can is right there. And they're like, they're like, which one is the recycling? I couldn't tell. I don't give a fuck about the fucking recycling. Just put the fucking thing from, from here to here. You know what I mean? And then it's just like, who is, I live in a house with five comedians, and there's, uh, it's like people come over, they're like, what's that smell? I'm like, that's the smell of $320 a month. You know, like that's the active sewage leak that allows us to live there. It was on CNN, you know, like you could read about it on the, on the, where did you guys meet? Did you meet on YouTube or was it, uh, on, are you, I, you could be a star. Like this is, uh, but so I live there and then I'm like, and then they'll have like a party or whatever. Cause the one guy's moving out, but now he's not moving out. And then he still has a party and I'm like, and then why did you invite that guy? Like I didn't, who invited that one? I don't like that one. Like why is now he's in my house? I have to see him on the comedy scene and at my house at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> Ooh. This guy doesn't need a microphone. I don't need a microphone. Um. <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Let's see what's, uh, we do some jokes now. Uh, <laughs> Where's Spiegelman? He left. Uh, Spiegelman has a great bit that I do on stage sometimes when he's not in the room. <laughs> All right, you guys have been great. Thank you very much. Roman Leo Comedian, everybody. Yay. Like him on Facebook. Hooray. And then yay. I feel like we'll let you guys choose. Do you guys, do you want some clitoral stimulation or do you or do you want some more dick in the house you get to choose 
All right. Your next comedian, what a champion she is. She is one of she is probably my favorite female comedian on the scene. She's a super feminist, she's super hot, and she's amazing, and she never wears a bra, and I wish I could be her. She's like my spirit animal. Like Stephen Curry is my spirit animal, but my my second spirit animal is your next comedian, Alyssa Westerlund. Yay! Shut the fuck up time. That's what it is. Clitoris. What? No, I am wearing a bra tonight, you guys. I fucked the, fucked the whole thing up. No, uh, sometimes I wear bras because then I can uh, solicit tips by offering to take off my shirt. And uh, if I don't wear a bra, I can't do that. Anyway, I want you guys to give me some money tonight is what I'm trying to say. Like, please... Please, someone, I'll take the shirt off. The bra's staying on. But no, usually I don't wear bras. Usually I don't wear bras because I hate eye contact. Okay, lady, come on. You want to keep stepping on punchlines? Is that your whole thing right now? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that joke again. Hold on. I don't wear bras because I hate eye contact. Anyway, apparently you're really into it. Um, I, like solid eye contact. No, I know. I'm in a bad mood today. I'm going to be mean. I'm going to be mean. It's going to be terrible. I'm going to be like, why are you, you know? Yeah. Oh, see, she's so supportive. It's like, I'm going to, I have a therapist now. Like I, I haven't gotten this much support from either of my, none of my friends. Definitely. They don't know. I'm, anyway, she, oh, now she's going to be my friend. You guys, I've got a therapist and a friend. This is fucking awesome. That's all I need. That's all I need. I don't need anything else. I don't need love. I don't need a boyfriend. I just need her everywhere. I go. She's just going to say words following everything I say. It's going to be great. I'll feel like I have an echo, you know? It'll be a strange echo uh, from another country, but uh, it'll be (laughs) my echo. Anyway, I hate homeless people, you guys. I fucking hate homeless people, okay? I I just figured this out. I really, I loved him for a while, and then I I was like, no, I fucking hate you guys. You keep asking me for a dollar. You're like, I just need a dollar. Just a dollar. It's like, you need a whole fucking house. Stop lying to people. Anyway, I'm really mad. Uh, really, so uh, I don't know. Do you guys, uh, anybody suicidal, been suicidal has? I don't know. I feel like it's pretty common, right? Like, if you don't think about killing yourself, are you actually here? Are you actually experiencing that? Like, it's, it's pretty fucked up. But, but no, I feel like it's weird. Like, all my friends, whenever they're thinking about killing themselves, they, I feel like they all come to me. And, you know, it's like, it's like they know, I guess they just think, you know, okay, Alyssa's been there. You know, she's not going to freak out. She can hang. Um... Sorry, that's a pun. <laughs> Suicide isn't funny, you're right. No, it's, it's, it's not, it's very serious, you know, like, um, it's very serious, you know, like, uh, both of my grandfathers actually killed themselves, you know, and both of them, it was kind of insane, but uh, both of my grandmothers lived happily ever after. Yeah, it's just like, it's like I, said, I started believing in fairy tales, you know, I kind of believe in magic, definitely don't believe in God, uh, I think, like, God is just the dick that comes over to your house after a date and, like, slams his dick in your face, and you're like, whoa, buddy, I did not invite you into my house so I could suck your dick, okay, just because... Your God doesn't mean you run everything, okay? Yeah, well, they do. They run everything. God is a penis. God is just a giant penis. Or maybe he's like Santa Claus. Maybe Santa Claus is a giant penis. And he just like slides. Anyway, uh, I hate men, you guys. I hate men. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because they talk, you know, they, just, they say the stupidest, stupidest shit, you know, like guys will tell me what they do for a living. They'll say, you know, I'm a photographer, you know, <laughs> and then they'll send me an out of focus dick pic. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> fucking, it's not artsy. No, and uh, you know now we let them text. I don't know who the fuck told these guys they could text people. Like who let them do that? This is this is bad, right? You you get these texts. I know I'm gonna get one any minute. I actually got one a little bit ago, but usually it's like around 10, 11 p.m. Friday night. Friday night they text you. Uh, what are you doing? But they, they don't even actually spell it out. They just do W-Y-D, question mark. Well, I'm a fucking idiot, okay? I don't know what the hell that means. Now I gotta Google your stupid text. Oh, what am I doing? Okay, uh, someone else. Anyway, um, so that's my, just that's what I always text them, even if they say something else. Like when, <laughs> uh, But no, then you're, you're with someone else, right, ladies? You go home with that other guy, and, uh, and you have sex, and, uh, and they have an amazing time, right? They always do. But you're lying there, you're just a little bit frustrated. <laughs> and they look over at you and they're like, hey, W-Y-D. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I just, anyway, we're repeating stuff now, but uh, what, 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 am I, what am I doing, guys? What am I doing? Your job. No, no, oh my God, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, exactly, <laughs> rubbing my clitoris, what you both should be doing, like, he thinks a clitoris, he, uh, he compares, okay, I'm seriously, I'm not going to deal with hecklers right now, I love you, I'm just not even going to do it, I don't want to have a conversation about clitorises with you, I just, I really don't want to do it, I know, I'm alienating the only two amazing people in the audience, there's five of you now, I can alienate half of you, like, what the fuck, like, I'm sorry, I just don't want to fucking do it, guys are always, they come up here, they try and take my motherfucking microphone, they'll watch six dudes and they'll keep their little dick shut and then I get on stage and then they all of a sudden they want my motherfucking microphone and they want to fucking heckle me it's like grow a fucking pair and heckle the asshole that was like I don't know anyway heckle someone else I'm just I'm just not in the mood man I'm not fucking in the mood anyway I had sex last night um so boring okay it was so his huge dick but it was just like so boring and like he was kind of cute like he gave me this full body massage coconut oil I'm slippery wet and then all of a sudden his dick's just in me and I was like and that was pretty slippery man that just like right in. and then uh, and then he's in there and it's like two minutes goes by and he's got this huge dick and it seemingly should all be working but he, he's telling me how great it is and I'm, I'm like no no, it's not great. Like, this is really fucking boring. So, so I just kind of tapped him, and, and then he was like, what? What? And I'm like, I'm bored. <laughs> so I got up, and I put my little, my little whore dress back on, and I, uh, and then I, uh, <laughs> I called myself an Uber. He, he, uh, while I'm waiting for the Uber, he decides to show me his art. Like, <laughs> while asking me like what he did to offend me, I'm like, listen, buddy, I just yelled at a stranger. You don't have to do anything to offend me. Right? <laughs> you, you got a great, you got a great cock. The whole thing, it's awesome. I don't know. I just not into it. I don't know what's what's wrong with me. I just need more than dick now, you guys. I, I need, I need more. Like I need them to call me. Like I just fucked a married guy recently, and I'm like, oh god damn it, Alyssa, you gotta stop fucking these people who couldn't possibly care about you. But when you have low self-esteem and you're afraid of love and intimacy, that's what you do. You fuck married people, out of towners, people who don't speak English. You know, you fuck, you fuck homeless guys. You fuck, you fuck. You fuck. It's like, it's at least you know I'm independent. But. Um, <laughs> 
not needy, you guys. I am not needy. I've got all my bases covered. But these ladies were saying earlier that the guys aren't buying dinner. You know, like, I'm sorry. They all feed me. They all feed me. I think it's because they're worried about me. Like, maybe I haven't had my growth spurt yet. You know, <laughs> like, maybe she's just hungry. Okay, so P.S., you guys, I do have eyebrows. I want you all to know I do have eyebrows. They're there. I know you can't, but I just want you to know that, um, like, there's a lot of people come up to me afterwards and they want to know if I have eyebrows. And I'm not actually an albino, you guys. I'm just, I'm just a redhead. I'm just a little redhead. And uh, um, they call me the ginger bitch. It's a, it's actually a thing they call me out here. Okay, that's, and I don't get it. I totally don't fucking get it at all. Uh, but you know, it is hard being a little ginger bitch, right? Because all these people are always asking you like personal questions. <laughs> Does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> I don't call it a carpet. I call it a roof. <laughs> because your head's gonna be under it. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I, like, I don't wear the bras, I don't shave the pits, you know, because I'm busy, right? Um, and, and I like to call it my rape deodorant. <laughs> it works every time. <laughs> I haven't got raped since I stopped shaving my armpits. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty, pretty sure that's... Pretty sure that's related. But no, um, you know, I do wear... <laughs> I do wear a little bit of makeup, though, I do, and, um, you know, it's, you know, I just want the boys to know I've got a little bit of time, like I do, and uh, it's because uh, the amount of makeup a woman is wearing is in direct proportion to how long she'll spend sucking your dick. <laughs> just kidding. Just, I don't suck dick. I just wore this lipstick to cover up the herpes. <laughs> no, and everybody wants to know, like, why you don't suck dick, Alyssa, why, you really, really, why? Well, first of all, I don't fucking want to. Second of all, I didn't say I never did it. I, you know, I definitely don't do it for free. Uh, third, third, <laughs> dinner. I want, I want. Give me some pate. I like pate. Can, can we just spread? Like, I want a little like caviar on the tip of your cock. And I'm not really gonna suck your cock. I'm just gonna lick the caviar off of it, right? And every little bite, you just keep you tease me, you know. And then, and then I figure if I sprinkle a little salt on that caviar, your dick will just shrivel up like the slug it is, and uh, the party's over, you guys. Party's over. No, anyway, the truth, the real reason I don't suck dick, you guys, is because I have a bridge in my mouth. I was born without one of my teeth, right? I was born without one of my teeth. Now these guys, they get in there and they just start slamming your head down, you know. And you're like, ah, ah, and you're like, hold on, buddy. Okay, if you crack this fucking bridge, that's a fucking $1,500 blowjob, and I don't think you can afford that. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, I suck dick if you want to, but you really don't have to. Ladies, when you have an orgasm and a man is in the room, that's called an assist. That's my only sports joke. How can I... Yay. I love Alyssa. Uh, I, uh, I've only had one STD, uh, and I got it when I was married, uh, and that's sexually transmitted debt. <laughs> that's what you get when you get married. Uh, your next comedian's just about to get married. He can't <laughs> wait to share his finances with another human being. Yes! Exciting. I love him to death. He's a wonderful human being. Please put your hands together for Casey Scannell. I am getting all of her money. I'm here right now. Hi, guys. 
We good? No. You're you're doing great. Don't let them bring you down. Keep laughing. Keep laughing. So, you guys, I uh, wanted to class up the show a little bit. You guys ever uh, find yourself taking a shit? You look over and you're like, ah, I don't have any more toilet paper. Right? So, you got to get up and do that awkward little crab walk to the store. It's a rough day. Uh, I ran out of toilet paper this week. I called my fiance up. I was like, hey, babe, do you think you could stop at you know, the store on your way home from work, grab us a few rolls? What I really wanted to say was, hey, babe, guess who ruined three socks today? It was me and my creative mud butt. You guys ever pee so hard you laugh a little? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I pee in the shower some. Do you guys ever pee in the shower? Clap if you pee in the shower. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think it's totally normal. In fact, you show me one person that says they don't pee in the shower, and I'll show you the guy that got me kicked out of the gym. Yeah. His name is Steve, and he's very vigilant. Not cool. Uh, I had a friend call me up the other day and he was like hey KC dude I'm in a relationship man yeah I was like oh that's cool tell me a little bit about her he's like well don't freak out she's a little person I was like oh I, I freaked out a little bit not because she's a little person my friend's just an asshole so it doesn't add up he's very rude very much a jerk he's telling me how they met and he was still just being super intolerant he's like hey you know we were at a bar went up to her KC the best way to pick up a midget at a bar Treat him like a normal person. Oh, offensive. I was like, excuse me, dick. The best way to pick up a little person at a bar is with your legs. Uh, he was like, I'm psyched about this relationship because I've had kind of a rough go. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, I just found out that my dad's on drugs. It's like, shit, that's heavy. It's a big deal. I was like, don't worry, though. Things could always get worse. You know, he's like, how? How could things get worse? It's like, your dad could be on Instagram. That'd be awkward for everyone. For everyone. I had a botched suicide attempt uh, yesterday. There was soda everywhere. <clears throat> you guys ever make suicides? Mm. Walking here, uh, I had to cut through a few alleyways, and I saw something interesting. I saw, uh, saw a homeless man eating uh, the butt of another homeless man. Yeah. California love, I saw it. It was great. And I did what any of us would do in that situation. You know, I stopped, and I watched. My Instagram story's not going to write itself. It never does. It doesn't work, it doesn't work that way. So I was, you know, taking it all in, trying to choose a filter. And he must have felt my presence because he stopped what he was doing and he turned around and he wiped his mouth politely like a gentleman would. And he looked at me right in the eyes like, what are you looking at, gay boy? I was like, first of all, this boner has nothing to do with you. And I just kind of ignored it and went on my way. I didn't let it affect me too much. I know he just said it tongue in cheeks, you know. He was eating butt, <laughs> eating that butt. 
I don't know. Telling that joke is awkward sometimes. It doesn't always work for obvious reasons. But as a comic, just got to throw it out there, you know? You got to take those shots. Right, Pam? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's a famous-ass quote. Who said that? No, John Wilkes Booth. Very funny guy. <laughs> funny dude. That guy. Have you guys seen those signs where it says, uh, drive high, get a DUI? You seen those? Really? Yeah, they're everywhere now. Ever since January, it's all legal. It's weird how a month can change so much. Now you get pulled over your high. It's a crime. Last month, you get pulled over your high. You're just driving for Lyft. <laughs> now you're getting the cuff slapped on you. <sighs> After sex, guys, I am exhausted. Red-faced, out of breath. I don't know about you. Apologizing takes a lot out of me. Whew, just, I'm sorry, I'm very stressed. I don't know what happened. You guys ever get so high, uh, you go into the shower with socks on? Your hands? And you realize, oh my God, I need to suds like this forever. Do it. Kush is great. Um, my friends, when I was growing up, used to call me retarded, you know? But times have changed. You know, now, they don't call me at all. <laughs> very alone. But I have my doggy. Love my puppy. Anybody here? Dog lovers? I should say dog owners. Dog lovers is a whole other woo, you know? Um, I love my dog. He's the best. He's my little son, little baby boy. He's great. I have friends with actual human babies that get kind of annoyed when I refer to my dog as my son. But really... When you fucking break it down, having a dog is essentially like having a furry little stepchild that you can openly cuss at in public. Like, no problem. Like, fuck, fuck no! Can't do that shit in a kid's R Us. You look fucking taken away. So Pam did um, allude to this, I am getting married. Uh, in a, like 10 or 11 months, she said yes to the stress. Yay! Uh, I do have to lose weight though to get into wedding shape. And you know, I'm not doing it for my health, I'm doing it for the gram, because a lot of pictures that day. And one of the things I'm doing to lose weight in order to get into wedding shape is I'm giving up beer for an entire year. Oh yeah, that's saying a lot, because I drink a fucking lot. <laughs> Some would say too much, but those people are doctors. and They don't know how to party. Have you ever seen one get down? No. Mm-mm, no, but um, I, I guess it's best that I'm not drinking as heavily. I was doing some stupid ass shit. Like I uh, got hammered one night. I was doing a lot of bar hopping and I rounded out my night by doing a little skinny dipping <laughs> in an Uber pool. Have you done that? <laughs> Five star two ball experience. Fun times, dude. And then uh, there's this one uh, night I was walking out of a bathroom holding a beer Woman saw me, didn't even know me. She fucking sprinted up. She excuse me, she just had that beer with you in the bathroom. I was like, mm-hmm, what's the big deal? She's like, don't you know, every time you flush a toilet, a bunch of poo and pee particles from strangers just fucking flies up in the air, lands wherever it fucking wants, Lot probably landing in that beer you're holding right now. I was like, okay. But who said anything about flushing? I didn't, and I did not. <laughs> I subscribe to the old adage, guys. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, get the fuck out of town before anyone knows you took a shit there. 
Solid plan. <laughs> no beer, um, but wine's okay. Wine's, wine's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Been drinking wine, it's okay. It's a little sugary for me. Yeah, you get used to it. I was at the store the other day, get a bottle of wine. That's all I needed. That's all I got. I paid for it. I waited for the, my bottle and the receipt, but the entire time, the cashier just kept looking at me and the bottle, me and the bottle. He's judging me. He's putting his own narrative together, making me uncomfortable. You know, solo guy, bottle of wine. I want to get out of there, Pam, you know? Finally, rips the receipt off, hands me my shit. I'm about to go. Back is to him. And he says, have fun with that, buddy. That's rude, you guys. Straight up. That's straight up rude. Right? And it kind of threw me. I was walking back to my car thinking, well, now, how the hell did he know I was going to stick the bottle up my ass? <laughs> then I realized it was the same guy that saw me buying toilet paper earlier. So he's smart. He's vigilant. What else? What else? What else? You guys like weed? Yeah. That's the easiest woof I'm ever going to get. I love smoking that sweet ganja. You guys realize that all these like legal weed companies kind of have names that sound like soft rock groups from the 90s? Like Lakeside Remedy. Harborside Collective. Huh? Sounds nice, right? Kiva. It's beautiful. I know exactly what I'm going to name my dispensary when I open it up. I'm going to call it Hootie and the Blow Spliffs. <laughs> that or Savage Garden. I don't know. I want to be original. I like to smoke all the time. All the time, I do. But I prefer to smoke in the morning. I like to wake and bake. That shit's my jam and my jelly. It's both. And I suggest it for everyone. I really do. I like to wake and bake because... What better way to round out a solid eight hours of sleep than with a nice nap? Oh, comfiest way to keep that fucking party going. And I needed that wake and bake today too, dude, because a rough morning for me. I woke up, went to the bathroom, and I found my first gray pubic hair. I'm 31, dude. It's just too soon. Most mature thing about me should be my lower back pain, not this shit. But the weird part was... Um, it was, um, it was in my mouth. <laughs> and my grandpa could not stop laughing. Hashtag roommate problems. Good night. <laughs> Daisy Scannell, everybody. If Pappy's happy, <laughs> that's his usually tagline. He just says Pappy. Yeah, I have great pubic hair too, but it really is on my pussy. I'm 43. That's really there. Yeah. It's like Storm. You know, like that character with the, her hair is like, but it's my pussy. Special powers. Is that the one that does it? I don't know. Yeah. Is Zach, Zach's up next. Get Zach in here. Your next comedian. Yeah, what an amazing, wow. He has holes in his shoes and he's going to put holes in your heart right now in a kind way where he's going to worm his way in and be forever there and live there, maybe. Uh, put your hands together for Zach Wiseman! I'm a demon, and now you can never forget that I exist. Uh, Bill Cosby started doing comedy again. Because he's, he's back in it. I don't know why, though. It's not like he, like, uh, has any more women he needs to pay off. You know what I mean? You don't need the money, cause Just go hide. Be forever alone now. 
Yeah, okay, I'm a piece of shit. I know, I know that. Now we all know that. I am, I'm a piece of shit. I'll uh, smoke cigarette butts I find on the ground. I don't care. Other people seem to care, though. They'll be like, Zach, that's disgusting. There's probably, like, human urine on that cigarette. And then I'll be like, ew, my poison is dirty. Ugh. You know, because they're going to kill me. Nobody cares about that. They're just worried about pee-pee. Stupid. People are dumb. People are cowards. I firmly believe that uh, 97 people on this, percent of people on this planet are fucking cowards. Like, I'll, uh, I'll get on the bus during rush hour. Just, like, shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder, fucking businessmen. Their briefcases. And then I'll just start smoking heroin. Just watch everybody look deathly afraid and stare out the windows. <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez, oh. So like, settle down, guys. I weigh 110 pounds. It's fine, I think. <laughs> Everything will be fine. So do you guys think that when the zombie, or I'm sorry, there's no zombies in this joke. Okay, do you guys think that when the aliens killed the dinosaurs, they're like, ah, just make it look like an accident. <laughs> I think it's funny that Australians are such drunken assholes that uh, kangaroos know how to box. I find that fucking hilarious. Like, I'm from Alaska, and they drink a lot in Alaska, but they don't drink so much that the wildlife knows fisticuffs, you know what I mean? It's an amount of drinking that nobody should experience. Don't go to Australia. I don't understand how people are still alive in Australia. They're just drunk all the time around deadly, sneaky animals. They should all be fucking dead. What happened to Tom? He got drunk and then a spider bit him in his cabinet and now he's fucking dead. Don't go to Australia. I'm very excited to be here. Um, you know, Mini Radio just lights up my heart. So you guys have a good Christmas? You have a good holidays holidays with your family. I went to I went to visit uh, my dad because he's from he's in Alaska, but he he came down. He said he's coming to San Francisco. And I was like, oh cool, yeah, you can stay at, at my place. You, there's there's a couch and stuff. You can stay there if you want. And then uh, he's like, well actually no, I'm, I'm going to Sacramento. I'm going to go to the, your aunt's house and stay there. And I was like, okay, sure, yeah, I could I could probably make it out there. You know, I could fucking uh, scrounge together ten dollars for a megabus, sure. And then he's. Well, it's like, Megabuzz is cheaper. Trust me. Okay. I said, I said, I might be able to scrounge together $10. And you're like, yeah, take first class. Can I borrow some money? Are you, are you interested in the purchasing of art and or t-shirts? Because I'm selling both, and uh, one day I, w I would just love to be able to afford a Greyhound bus ticket, you know? <laughs> so he said he was going to go to Sacramento. And I was like, yeah, I c okay, I could do that. And then uh, I, I got someone to give me a ride, 
in a promise of future payment of some sort. Uh, and then he was like, well, actually, no, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to your aunt's in Reno. That's where I'm going to be. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? So I, I went out there. I fucking uh, convinced the person giving me a ride to Sacramento to take me all the way to Reno for a more promised future payment of some sort. Uh, and then I went out there and just withdrew from heroin uh, during Christmas. <laughs> You're like, oh, this, this ham's great. I know, yeah, it's just making me sweaty and drowsy. And, you know, it's just a ham. But I, I mean, it's really good ham, you know. And uh, I think I did well. I don't think they were... Uh, I mean, I didn't ruin anybody's Christmas, you know? And like vomit on the ham and fucking whatever. Uh, but I did pretty well. I made some jokes, got some good table laughs. You know, that's how I gauge like family things anyway. You know, I got a good full room out of that. That's, I did it. And then uh, I got back to San Francisco and my dad sent me a message. And he's like, uh, you piece of shit. You stole my tablet computer, you motherfucker. No inheritance for you. You're out of the family. And then he found his tablet computer. <laughs> and I was like, inheritance? This is the first time hearing of any inheritance. But I don't want it. I don't want a fucking dime. You know what you can do with that inheritance? You know what you can do with all that money you're going to give to me? Uh, you can take it and you can pay someone who looks like me to go to your funeral, you piece of shit. People forget that I'm like professional level mean, I think. <laughs> I can really fucking cut. Uh, and then I blocked him. <laughs> Facebook Messenger, baby, can't talk to me. So good, good Christmas, I had fun. You know, got a writing exercise of it, out of it, how to, how to deeply wound your father. So I don't know, this fun. <laughs> so how are you guys gonna kill yourselves? Are you gonna live your whole lives like fucking cowards? The whole You got a car in a garage? Well Well, maybe in five years if you save up, uh, you can get your own place. Uh you you might be able to uh you know get one of those lift cars, you know? The contract thing there. Then, okay, never mind. I think a great way to kill yourself would be to hang yourself underwater. Uh-huh. Because, well, at least one of those things is unnecessary, right? Uh, you know, if you're tying rocks to your ankles, just throw a pier, noose on the pier as well. Say word, say word, say the whole word. I think another great way to kill yourself would be to cut your wrists on a roller coaster. You know? Nice and deep, down the street, not across the road. A real fucking sprayer, huh? Just for that picture at the end. You're making memories that day, you know? Happy 15th, Tommy! Look, we will not be able to get you a car next year, but it'll be a better birthday. I can, uh, can guarantee you that right now. I think another great way to kill yourself... I don't think about this ever. I think another great way to kill yourself 
uh, would be to jump onto the Golden Gate Bridge. Everybody jumps off. From peak to roadway is ample distance to kill yourself. You will fucking die from that. Every time, I might add. Nobody's writing the book about falling onto cement, you know? And the only thing stopping you from just walking right up those cables, they're not steep, you can just walk right up, uh, is on either side of the bridge, there's about 10 foot length of chain link fence uh, with uh, barbed wire on top. Which means that you could effectively kill yourself with a throw rug. You know, and just climb over that fence. <laughs> and that entertains me. I really like the idea of killing yourself with a throw rug. I'm just happy that Trump's president, really. You know, I hated him my whole life. I hated that fucking guy. But now that he's president, very entertaining. He just said, I guess he wasn't in the right role before. Look, I'm a nihilist. I don't, I don't care. Like, the only people, reason people care is because they're personally invested in the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, you are concerned with, like, not dying or you have friends that you don't want to die. I don't, I, I don't have those concerns. I'm pretty sure everybody I know could die, and I wouldn't even cry about it. I thought about this. I'm pretty sure. You're just personally invested. Like, uh, if you could watch Earth from TV, you'd be like, they elected who? This is going to be the funniest season yet. This is so good. Because it's just funny. This is a guy who at one point in time uh, started his own line of steaks. He could buy Trump brand steaks exclusively through the Sharper Image catalog. That's fucking amazing. I don't... I don't know who talked who into what. <laughs> you know what I mean? But fuck, that's... You're shopping for VCRs or like water jugs. I don't know. I don't even know what's in that catalog. <laughs> but there's not food. <laughs> there's just some nerd flipping through like looking for office chairs or some shit for his whole office. And he's like, yeah, I do want steaks. Uh, yeah, I'm a man. I like steaks. Yeah, send me... I want my steaks in two weeks. Yeah, seven to ten, sure. Like, if Trump, okay, if Trump repeals all of Obama's policies, just like erases them or rolls it back to Bush era policies or whatever, just gets rid of them, uh, then Obama just becomes like an urban legend. <laughs> Did you hear we had a black president once? Why, you could go to the hospital whenever you pleased. <laughs> I hear he just walked around handing out cell phones. You know, if you say his name in the mirror three times, you qualify for welfare, do you hear? <laughs> and that's just funny to me, all right? Let me fucking enjoy something once in a while, you fucking assholes. <laughs> you guys like animal impressions? Good. Well, I'm gonna, okay, you're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, here's some animal impressions. If you think you know the animal, just guess. Just guess. You know, it's more fun if you guess. So don't live your whole lives as fucking cowards. Just guess the animal. I'm gonna. So I was sitting at this bus stop one night, and this guy from uh, his car in the parking lot, uh, he's like, hey, man, can I have a cigarette? And I'm a nice guy. Uh, so I gave him a cigarette. 
I'm not doing the animal impression, by the way. I don't know. I don't know if you caught on. Uh, and then I'm like, hey, guy in the car, uh, which way are you going? And he's like, uh, I'm going that way. And I'm like, fucking fantastic. That's the same way I'm going. Hey, man, can I get a ride home? And without missing a beat, he goes, sure, if I can suck your dick. And this confused me. I'm like, what, so I'm driving? Or what the... Because in zero of my fucked up sex fantasies has the driver of the car ever blown anybody, you know? It just seems unsafe. And part of me is like, uh, you have dignity, Zach. Just go wait for your bus, you know? And then a larger part of me is like, you don't have, there's no dignity. That's like an hour and a half extra sleep you can get, man. And then a larger part of me was like, this is fucking hilarious. You have to let this guy blow you, right? So we're driving down the road, uh, and then like halfway to the destination, he pulls off in this alley. And I could have got out then, but I'm still taking the same bus, you know? So I'm fucked either way. Well, fucked one way, blown the other, and one of those gets me an extra hour of sleep, you know? I know how I feel about that. And then I realize I'm about to get a blowjob from a fat, bald Mexican dude. Looks like he has a stack of hot dogs glued the back of his neck, uh, which uh, I thought... I could do better, but apparently not, right? <laughs> and then I realize I've never pulled out a flaccid dick for a blowjob before. That just seems rude, right? So I'm doing mental exercises, you know, tits and ass, tits and ass, and then it's working. I got like a half chub going, but as soon as I pull it out, like as soon as my dick, dick touches his hand, it's like a vampire to sunlight. It's like pouring salt on a slug. My dick's collapsing in on itself like a dying star, you know what I mean? And that's how I know I'm not gay. Most people just figure I've done the field research here. All right, I'm leaving. Have a good night. Zach Wiseman. Yeah, you know, proving that if you do take a flaccid dick in your mouth and suck it till it's hard, it is rape. That is actually, you shouldn't do that. If you, and it's, uh, we had this discussion the other day. I used to do this cheeky thing in my 20s before I understood what consent was. And I'd be like, I'm just gonna, before you're even awake, I'm just gonna suck your dick, right? And then you wake up and your dick is in my mouth and I'm awesome, right? And it's kind of like, that's rape. That's like non-consensual sex. So I didn't know that for years what I thought was super sexy is actually like... I'm I'm a terrible person. I'm not a terrible person. I meant it in the nicest way. I thought that that's what you were supposed to do. Thought. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I thought I know. See, guys, perpetuated is the wrong way. No, don't go. It's like, bye. You don't want to stay for Chris Kanatsu. He's the funniest person on the bill. You have to. It's it's Oakland calls. I know. You're you're fine. Because your headliner is incredible. I was going to tell a Trump story, but fuck that. I only have one. No, I have one very, very small. I almost was on Trump's The Apprentice. I actually tried out for Martha Stewart's The Apprentice. I don't know if anybody else loves Martha Stewart like I do. Now that's an insane thing. It's, you could never match my love to Martha Stewart. I have, a, I have like a tiny idol in my... When you walk into my entryway, there's like a tiny Martha Stewart and I like pray to her every day. I fucking love her. Like I feel like I want to I meet her someday and use my own vaginal yeast to like make like breakfast buns or something, you know? Like to feed her and be like, can we be together? But so I wanted to be on Martha Stewart's The Apprentice. 
And I made this video and I made it to the second thing. And they were like, then they took a Polaroid of me, which was a big deal. And then I didn't, and I was, I actually didn't do drugs for eight weeks, which is the longest part of time ever in my adult life that I haven't done drugs. It was eight weeks because I thought they were going to choose me. And then like after eight weeks, I called them. I'm like, am I on the show? They're like, no, honey, sorry. So I started doing drugs again, obviously. Uh, But so the second year they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. So I try out again for Martha Stewart's The Apprentice. And they bring me into the second interview and they're like, where were you the first year? And I'm like, you're the casting director. You know, I'm fucked. I was right there. And so they're like, if we get picked up for a second season, you're definitely on it. But we really don't think we're getting picked up for a second season because it was really boring. Like, where were you? I'm like, I know, where was I? Nobody was crying through your whole season. I would have been crying the whole... If I saw Martha, I'd be crying the tear. I'd be... I'd do a knee slide. She'd be like, you cannot worship me. I'd be like, I'm going to worship you every day. I'd be like bringing her weird little gifts, like parts of my hair, like made into weird like Ouija dolls and like hiding them in her purse and shit. It would have been a really great season. Anyway, so they they say, oh, you could be on the second season if it happens. If it doesn't, they say, we don't think it's going to get picked up, but we really would like you. Would you like to be on Donald Trump's The Apprentice? And this is in 2006. And I say, Fuck you guys. I hate that guy. I have no respect for him. I don't give a fuck. The only reason I want to be on The Apprentice is because of fucking Martha Stewart. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to meet that asshole with his fake hair and his bullshit. Fuck that. I could have been. I know, right? Integrity gets me nowhere every time. I should have. Wouldn't it have been fun for me to be? I mean, they couldn't have, they couldn't have taken me off because I would have been like, you're a misogynist, a piece of shit. And they'd be like, the ratings are great. And he's like, but she's just saying all the wrong things. And I'm like, feminism is good. And he's like, no, get in the kitchen, you dumb bitch. Take your shoes off. I'm really excited for your headliner. And we have, you guys really should be excited, especially you out of town guys. He's so funny and it's so amazing that he's here. And we love him so much. And I can't wait for you guys to laugh at his amazing jokes. Clap your hands together for Chris Knetzer. <laughs> That's not, look, I just hurt my back and my knee, so people who normally see me, they know that I'm, I'm crazy, I'm on the backs of the chairs. <laughs> Wild. Up and up, but this is a new stage too, it's higher up. This is beautiful, I haven't been here in a while. This, how old is this stage? <laughs> see, it's how bad my back hurts, because I can't get the mic, I can't get the mic stand up. No, no, I gotta, I gotta, because I really, that's why I'm apologizing is because not only am I not getting normal antics, but very unprofessionally, I have to read out of my notebook because, you know, it's just a fount of brilliance <laughs> and a coffee shop. When you get to that third coffee, God damn it. I don't feel good about this at all. I just want you to know about that. And I've been sick the last two weeks, so you don't know what's funny when you're sick either. Everything seems funny. So here we are. It's the end of the night. I served six years in the United States Navy. And uh, a lot of times I'll say that uh, to an American crowd and they'll applaud. Um, but uh, um, that's fine. I only mention it so you can take a knee. I served, you have the right to take a knee if you find any of this offensive. You've run out of laughs. For whatever reason, you gotta take a call. You can take a call in here, quite frankly. There's only seven of us, you can take a call. He's getting out of text, that's fine. I'm just calling you out for it. I don't care. I really don't care. I'm just fucking with you. Just like I'll be fucking with them when they have their phones out like seven minutes from now. Uh, one fun, one, this, if I be serious, it's fun, but it's serious. 
Uh, I get since the last comic here, I get to announce everybody can now check under your seats. You can look under your seats. You'll find a voter registration form, huh? <laughs> Oprah 2020, right? <laughs> so, well, what are we talking about? It's 2018. Like, this is San Francisco. This is the epicenter of it all, right? Like, how are we going to get it done in the blue states? Who you got? You can talk out loud during this portion. As I said, this is new stuff, and I don't care. Uh, who do, who do you got in 2020? Kanye. All right. Fuck it. No, Kanye. Kanye is a funny answer because we like Kanye. Fine. Kanye versus Trump. That's just us saying fuck it. And that's but that's that's telling that's telling your South American neighbors and your Canadian neighbors we're gonna, probably gonna blow some shit up for sure in the next because these are our two. We only do two in the states. We don't care what you hippies are doing in Canada. We do two people two sides you know pepsi versus coke we don't like either one of them but we're like well that one kills rats oh well that one causes cancer and everything oh yeah how'd they test that that's bullshit how do you know a blue whale even gets cancer you're just constantly yeah, arguing so right so who else kanye oprah sure why not just throw out all the names of people with zero experience <laughs> how about justin timberlake he'd look good at all the photo ops can you imagine? Harrison Ford. There you go. Anybody? Kamala Harris. Oh, my God. There we go. Now she has a chance, right? Right? You're excited about Kamala Harris's chances, right? Are you excited about Kamala Harris's chances? What is it about Kamala Harris that you love the most? She said it. You already turned on her. What's your favorite thing about Kamala Harris? Boom. So we could keep doing that. So they'll keep saying that. So that's your first problem. Nobody has any fucking idea. I had to ask a comedy audience earlier this week if it was pronounced Kamala because I got real high. And I was like, what if it's like my favorite, like Mork and Mindy, Pam Dauber, like what if her name is Kamala? But it's Kamala. Of course it's Kamala. You always go with your gut. But you never know. You don't want to mispronounce. Like it's worse in this city to mispronounce somebody's crazy fucking name from your stupid, like, what am I saying? I'm a white male, what do I, well, I'm, my name's Chris. Why, how, why I say crazy? It's just hard to live in this city, plus it's expensive. How about, I like to, we got too hot there, it was way too funny. No, let's, we're still doing the candidates. Kamala Harris, that's, what's a maybe? Because none of you fuckers heard of her, so we're off to a bad start. If you don't know, the person getting the most, uh, they send out these stupid polls, all the networks, because they have jack shit to actually talk about and see who would, who would go hardest against Trump. Who do you think it is? 19% of the country. Caitlyn Jenner. Obviously a comic's response. See? And that's the thing. We're all, we're all applying. See? Here's the thing. You can't even trust stand-up comics because we are all applying for a long-term position in show business, which, by the way, is one of the biggest distractions keeping you from knowing who Kamala Harris is. Kamala Harris, at one time, has spoken publicly for your womb, and you don't know who she is. But who am I to say? Like I said, let's take it down a notch. Has anybody heard of Nigel, the loneliest bird on the planet? Ah, this is exciting. You read the newspaper, obviously. Have you heard of Nigel? Well, I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the story briefly, but I want to say that, like, without, without any punchlines, and I don't really have that many punchlines either because I just read it today, and it made me cry. 
It made me weep in a Starbucks. And if you've never wept in a Starbucks, <laughs> it's like having sex with a hooker without protection. It just like <laughs> makes you feel alive for a few seconds. You know, it's like, oh God, anything could happen. And it did. It happened on this small island outside of New Zealand. All right, these weirdo Audubon conservationists or whatever decided that they want to get the gannet. Are you familiar with gannets? Beautiful little bird. It's uh, yay tall, and it's kind of like a heron or an egret, something like that. It's got a long beak, a little yellow tuft. And uh, like imagine like a puffin that had been working out its whole life, <laughs> you know, like lean. Beautiful, beautiful bird. So these gannets, these weird people, they're like, hey, we want these gannets to come take over this beautiful lush island. There's all these resources. There's bugs that gannets like. It's a perfect place for gannets to come and mate and like not be endangered anymore. So I'm sorry, I'm getting, it's so sad. So what they did, and it's ingenious, is they, they took these, con they built these concrete gannets and they put them on the edges. So from far away, it would look like gannets were on the edges of the cliffs of this beautiful green island. And then they put little tiny speakers and they made the little gannet. I'm making, I haven't heard the call. That's just what I would think, you know. If I, if I was a better comic, I'd have like a crazy, but um, it's, so Nigel, Finally, this gannet, this lone gannet, after they've done this program for weeks, this lone gannet shows up, and they're so excited. So they call him Nigel, and he's the first one, and he's going to show other gannets that, look, gannets can hang out here, but for a long, long time, it's just Nigel. And so they're like, fuck. So Nigel, anyway, in the meantime, there's 40 of these little concrete structures. He takes a shine to one of them. He falls in love. He's a young gannet. He liked the way she sounded. <laughs> and she's beautiful, my God, vibrant colors. So he grooms her and it hurts his beak, but he's in love. And he sleeps by her at night. And they're all in pairs, so they, she kind of has a buddy, and that's weird. <laughs> the whole time they're dating, there's two of them, but he's in love with the one. And then Nigel, finally, you know, and he's for months, he's in love with this thing. And like the sun's beating on him, the colors are fading, he's hurting his beak against the... It's concrete, and, uh, but he's in love, and he just stays by her day and night, and he brings her food, and it rots, and uh, <sighs> Nigel, and so these Audubon people, they're like, God, what have we done? So then they're like, we have to check it, we have to adjust the sounds, we have to make it so more gannets get here, and by God, it works. Finally, they get three other gannets to fly over and populate this island. Three of them, two of them are ladies. So the math works out. If you're not counting concrete, there's Nigel, another fella, and two ladies. And that's maybe some, there, may, there may, could be homosexuality in the gannets. I don't know. I don't judge. That's fine. That's great. That's great. I have no idea. But anyways, these Audubon people, whatever they are, New Zealand's version of Audubon, they're so excited that Nigel now has these. But Nigel doesn't pay much attention. He just stays with his lady who's, you know, quite frankly, treated him poorly all these months. <laughs> But that's what he likes now. He likes a gannet, you know, that kind of ignores him. And uh, so these other gannets that are interested in him, he's not that interested, so he just stays by his lady. And then today, he died. So where are you from? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That is what, that's what happened to Nigel, so. Check out, check out, you can Google Nigel Gannett. G-A-N-N-E-T, Gannett, and uh, you can read several different 
it's big news on the other side of the world where where a shit joke like that would just go but it's not a joke it's a true story i didn't even have punchlines i just thought it was sad and it made me weep in a starbucks so i thought i would share it with all of you look i don't know i can't it's a tough it's weird times man like in this country it's very 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 dark times very tough time to be a famous rapist you can't stop laughing talking about it. i have very very delicate you know and i feel like i'm on the right side of herstory hmm? uh in the me too movement right time's up but that's the problem with joe biden joe biden gets 19 percent of the vote when people say that's who i want to run for against trump in 2020 joe biden you're all familiar with who this is right a, a ticking time's up bomb this guy constantly massaging and hugging look up joe biden google after you're done weeping because you your google history now has nigel the gannet the loneliest bird on the planet um after that you're gonna google biden creepy that's all you need to do biden creepy so many youtube pages devoted to biden creepy so he's out uh who else elizabeth warren yeah, right? She's hot as fuck, but so is Hillary. It's tough. Maybe we need a woman of substance, Kamala Harris, who you've never heard of. You have heard of her. Wait, say that again? You know who she is? How do you know who she is? What's that? I'm detecting an accent of some sort that makes me think you will not be voting in the 2020 election. <laughs> is that true? That's great, yeah. So, yeah, the, the people who are watching it like a sport, like me, we know who Kamala Harris is, and bravo. Uh, tell your, buy your friend a drink and tell her who Kamala Harris is, just in case she runs, just in case she runs, right? Uh, also, uh, make some noise if you are not from San Francisco. Wow, clean sweep, you're from here? You're from here and know who Kamala Harris is. It all checks out, it all totally checks out. But everybody else, did you see the sweeping? Like it's like, I don't know, like some uh, sounded European-ish over there, like something. And then you probably got like West Virginia, Ohio, Texas, uh, all these places represented and we're all out here voting for Kamala Harris even though we don't really know who she is. Uh, so maybe you should go home. Maybe we should all go home. Go back to Ohio, go back to Texas, go back to Florida, go back to Virginia where they need your vote. Stop being out here going, I can't believe. Of course you can believe, you're from there. That's where you came from. Of course that's what'll happen if all the cool people come out here. What'd you think would happen? It's all red now, it's all red. Go back, today, stock market, anyone? You're the only one who reads the newspaper. The stock market dropped. 666 points yeah fun times and then on the other side of the planet Nigel died what is Bitcoin to Bitcoin Bitcoin's so fake and then I'm like well yeah but it's just replacing our money that's fake it's all fake right so Joe Biden's out I we got Elizabeth I guess I gotta go through my notebook Elizabeth Warren is out I would say Kamala Harris but you got you beat me to the punch that was great 
You should look it up. I'm not going to vote. Oh, yeah, because I would never vote. I, there's only one person I would vote for, and I'll never vote for him, is Bernie. Because, right, that's suicide. Don't leave Bernie out of it. They'll kill him. They'll kill him. Just don't. He might be the only one who's actually not playing by the rules. And, like, we went black, and we shouldn't have gone back, but if you're going to let the pendulum fly that far, you can't go Bernie. You can't just go from Trump to, like, Jew who wants to give people free stuff. It's kind of like Jesus. Stop. Stop. You saw what they did to Jesus. Bullet in the skull. That's what they'll do to Bernie. They'll kill him. They will absolutely kill him. And you can't imagine it here, but in the rest of the country, like, Bernie is vilified. People hate him. And, like, you know, the way that we hate Trump, like, quite frankly, the only reason that Trump is still alive is because none of us pussies have guns. <laughs> but don't, how many weeks do you think Bernie will be president-elect before somebody just blasts his brains in high definition all over your living room? So let Bernie retire and fight ladybugs in the garden, not the global banking system. My God, let Bernie live. Let Bernie live. Like I said, I am on the right side of history. Anyone? Okay. I'll probably never say that again. Uh, now, I only, uh, many people, local people know this. I retired many years ago from amateur dating. I only date prostitutes, which is hella consent. That's as consent as you can fucking get. It's a price list. And, uh... And I love and respect all women. I'm just saying, as far as sex goes, if you don't get paid, you are an amateur. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But if you want to change your life or your boyfriend's life or your girlfriend's life or your wife or your husband's life, charge him. Charge him or her a nominal fee. It will be very exciting for everyone. Trust me. Trust me. And for years, I always thought prostitution should be legal. It's ridiculous that prostitution is not legal. Let the government get involved, look things over. But now we legalize weed, and I say, leave prostitution alone. I like my prostitution the way it is. There's not that many kids getting hurt anymore. Anymore. Things are improving. You don't talk about it at maybe comedy shows, but things are getting better. Nope, not ready for those. <laughs> not ready for those. Hey, you know what? I think we may have run out of material. Let's see if I had some stupid one-liners to cheer everybody up. Usually I do that because I know by the time I'm done, people are very upset. But I told you, you could take a knee, you could get out of here. Climate change, climate change, climate change is neato, right? Today, wasn't it 72 degrees? Wasn't it the most glorious weather of all time on February 2nd? <laughs> Suck it, Chicago. Oh, man, that's what I'm talking about. Climate change is exciting, and my friends, I've lived in Austin and Charleston, both those places. It snowed this winter, and people are making the best boomerang videos you've ever seen in your life with snow, because uh, they've never seen it. It's like, so, like imagine a couple years more, it might snow in San Francisco. Can you imagine how fun that'll be to watch people try and drive on the hills when there's ice on them, when there's black ice? Oh my God. And like all the little uh, hot steaming yellow and brown patches of snow in the tenderloin, and you never know if you're gonna step on a syringe and the glorious yeah that's probably all right folks y'all have been uh very oh, i had a cosby joke too <laughs> but i feel like zach, i feel like we covered zach i just well because you know normally i would want to uh i would want to you know 
I want to express that the, the real victims are the women, and you have to listen to their stories. And uh, if, if any of you could name just one name of the 73 Cosby accusers, I will not tell the following joke. If anybody could just, one of the 73 names. Okay, well, my joke was, um, <laughs> no, my joke was because a lot of those women were in entertainment. It's very sad because then they stopped doing entertainment. And uh, maybe other people advanced further in their careers than they should have because those women weren't there being brilliant because Cosby scared them away. And I just, I grew up, I loved Cosby. And the true victims are the women, of course, but I, I love Cosby and it hurts to lose him as an artist. And I just feel like if he had been raping white middle-aged topical comics, I maybe could have got up there. I could have been somebody. Uh, but remember the true victims' names, even if you still have to look them up, after you look up Kamala Harris, Biden Creepy, and Nigel, the loneliest bird on the planet. Thank you very much for listening. I love you. Have a great night. champion bringing up making all of us more woke than we were before yeah i have not all i know is that state of the union wow there was a lot of applause for it was i mean read between the lines i'll get serious for just a second but if you do read between the lines it was like brown people are bad and women are dumb and abortion's bad that whole thing with the heroin user who was pregnant and then they adopt the baby from the i'm like what are you saying Anyways, be very, very scared of what's happening, but don't impeach him because Pence is worse. Like, he believes the dinosaurs didn't exist because of Jesus. I mean, come on. I know, it's so scary. It's all so scary right now, but go be nice to, like, someone on the street that maybe doesn't have a food. Like, maybe give him a sandwich because, like, if you've got a piece of bread and then someone doesn't, maybe little tiny things will matter. Um, I'll leave you guys with an actual joke. Knock, knock. Feminism. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door. Thank you very much. It's like the precept of feminism. Thank you guys for being so much here tonight on Pamphastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Thanks to David Zunzu and to Mike Spiegelman for running the door. Okay, good night, everybody. Yay!
Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. 
and the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special, a shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. 
I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look, but that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the Comedy Festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Big dogs, you gotta fight niggas. You sleep outside in your shit. It's cold. You gotta, like, every time something breaks in the house, you have to maybe get shot first. Okay, that's my bit on dogs. Um, oh. oh, I'm also really shitty at my actual jobs. So I'm a food delivery guy to techies, to tech offices, and I work at a spin cycling class in the hate also training techies. So I'm from San Francisco, but I'm literally feeding and making the techies stronger. Like I feel like an asshole. Like I'm in there and it's, it's, it's awful. Both my bosses want to fire me though because I'm really shitty as an employee. I show up 30 minutes late to work every day, but they think I'm funny, so it, it all works out. Um, 
working at a spin cycling class is a little tough for me too because I watch a lot of gym porn and in gym porn, it's the same setting like at work, but they fuck each other. And that's totally not what happens at the place that I work, but I'm waiting, I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen. The reason I'm a shitty employee is because uh, when you work at a shitty job, your boss cares about the job way more than you care about the job. And I didn't realize that. I thought everybody was like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. We're feeding techies. Like, why does anybody even care? It's not like they're like going starving or anything. Like, I, I don't know. I drop meals and shit for, you know, for pride. All right. With everything going on in the world, like this thunderstorm outside, been trying to get a grasp on like people's perceptions. I'm like, hey, how do you feel about like Trump and shit? With old people, I realized they're all super chill about it. They're all just like, you know, history repeats itself. But what the fuck do I do with that information? What history, should I prepare for slavery? Like, I don't, that's not, it's not helpful for our next generation. And I get jealous of kids younger than me because <laughs> their whole perception, they don't have to give a fuck. They just know shit's bad. That's all they can do is just keep watching cartoons and don't have to fight about it. But my age, just graduated college, the Black Panthers fucking hella activists in general for like, anti-war have all been my age. So it's literally our responsibility. So that's fucking terrifying. This shit right here could happen every day for the rest of our lives because the adults fucked it up. All right, my name is Mike. Mike Evans Jr. Part confessional, part blah, blah, blah. I love it. I think you just need to keep calling back to the opportunistic thing. I think with the little dogs, like you could easily throw in a, but you get to fuck bitches. You know, they go back to the being opportunistic, being like, I'm not, I'm an, you know, my sex life is opportunistic. If I'm a dog sleeping in the bed, oh, you know, I'm going to get in between those titties. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to snuggle on down by your, I'm going to get in your pussy. I'm going to get my, you, like, just be silly with it. But I feel like that whole, you like being a dog, you can bring it back to opportunistic sex with, you know, women. <laughs> but there was another point where you could call back to it again. And I think it was getting, we were getting fucked by something and you're like, like something about Trump and getting fucked and then you're like, well, I'm, but I'm opportunistic. Oh and yeah, that, a, fuck the Republican. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I love the bit, I love the end bit uh, about how history repeats itself. So you can take that and you can extrapolate and say, I'm young enough that I'm gonna have to be dealing with Mars Nazis now, right? <laughs> right? But then call back to what Pam was talking about. But you know, I'm, I'm not gonna kick her out of the bed, right? right. So like, I, I'll fuck alien, the Mars Nazi. Aliens, uh, alien bitches, absolutely. Yeah. What's alien, that all about? Yep. So awesome though. Otherwise, they they might even they might even have like a cloaca. Who knows? <laughs> they might have a proboscis or something weird, right? <laughs> Segmented eyes. <laughs> sorry, sorry, too much weed today. It's the potato chips. Are there are there any other comments for Mike Evans Jr.? Really funny set. Club hey. And listen to his show here on Mutiny Radio every Sunday from ten to midnight on Old Soul Radio. We have one last comedian for you tonight. She has a show which is now every Tuesday from 10 to noon, and it's Quantum Division. Put your hands together for Trina Roderick! Thank you, thank you. Thank you.
I'm sorry, was I supposed to dance? No, it's just a cute dress. It's supposed to waltz. It's a, it's the dress, it's dude. Really I just got this top at a thrift store, and it was missing a button, and then I put my hand in the pocket, and I was like, there's my button! <laughs> there's the button! How are you guys doing today? <laughs> Tito, you're so cute. Would you get mad at anything? Is there anything? I know you won't get mad, like under certain circumstances you're deported. Is there anything you'd get pissed off about? Like when was the last time you were actually pissed? Oh, uh, well, I feel like it wasn't that long ago, I just can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, there's no way you get mad ever. There's just no way. Eh, anyway, damn, I'm so glad it's fucking Friday. Oh my God. Oh, did I work this week? Seriously. As a lawyer, I can tell you putting together a fashion line, a lot of work, a lot of work. Not a single legal brief in those briefs. Fuck, anyway. Um, so as you guys know, I don't watch the news much. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna apologize if this joke has already been said and is old, okay? But Jamie Foxx is gay? When did that happen? He is? I didn't know that. What the fuck? Well, he started dating. What's her name? What's her name? Uh, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Oh, ha, ha, ha. He's gay now. Right. Apparently, well, he probably the whole time, we just didn't know. I, you know. I just didn't see that coming. Oh, so anyway, I, um, yeah. I, okay, so I'm supposed to come up here and make shit funny, and I'm going to try. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try. Uh, it's hard because guys get hurt, get their feelings hurt when you say no, you know what I mean? And so I try to make it like super like as nice as humanly possible. I try to be like super, super nice about it to like mitigate that. Because, you know, part of it is I'm a sensitive person, I don't, I feel bad that they feel bad because there's nothing I can do, right? Like, if there was on the internet dating sites a button you can click where it said, okay, this guy has that je ne sais quoi that inspires your comedy, I'd be all over. I would be, like, there's no button, though. Like, the internet, there's nothing about what the internet dating sites have to offer that can tell me who it is that I'm going to respond in that way too, right? And that's just, it is what it is. Um, so Arden, yeah. I'm gonna need you to stop asking me out. I'm gonna need you to stop. You're so sweet. You're so adorable. But we've come to that point in our, you know what I mean? Like, remember that time, that first time I sat you down and I was like, Arden, you're so sweet, but I'm just not into you. Like, if I had sat